Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin. All right, Kevin, it is news time, and Slim is over here right now. Hello, Slim. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> That's my bad. Hello, Slim. Hi, guys. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Uh, yeah, we're good now. Did you have a little issue? Did you? Yeah, we push our internet to the max on Friday mornings here at the, at the Widmer house. Yeah. Between my wife has a Zoom call every Friday morning at 7, which mm. is going swimmingly right now. That's good. We've got the radio show, and my daughter, I don't know what she does. I think she's just downloading movies. She's very talented. So for some reason, every Friday at 7 o'clock, we use a lot of internet really fast, and some of the times it just shuts the whole thing down and <laughs> I guess promotes us to get out of the house. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you on our backup. We're good to go, Kevin, yeah. whenever you're ready. All right. Well, hopefully all Wait, were you just eating restore. something while, you were, while I was talking to Slim? Oh, no, I had a piece of ice that is still melting in my mouth from I my hear, water. I could hear crunching. Yeah, I was trying to get rid of the piece of ice. I baby. Ice, ice, baby, right in my mouth. And, you know, sometimes that piece of ice just takes longer to get all the little uh, ice gone than you thought it was going to take. I've never seen David yeah, Muir, like, take a piece of ice right before the news, so I, I don't know, and he's the it, only guy it, I watch. David Muir, God, I want to be like him. No. If you hit the ice at the exact rate, the ice shrapnel can be crazy. Yeah. Like, you'll get the occasional time where you hit it and it just breaks in half and you're like, yep, I did it. And then you hit it sometimes where you go, "Uh uh-oh. And it feels like the ice cube expanded into multiple. There's no no way if you piece the pieces in your mouth together, you would have had an ice cube the size of a baseball. And it was a small piece of ice where I thought it was going to be just like, you know, one little bite. And it would be gone, but instead it was the thing, like you said, Slim, where there was a lot yeah. of shra- shrapnel, and I was like, oh, man, that's going to take a second to get rid of. Kev, I had that the other day during a call with a little family a little family call, and it did. It hindered my speaking for so long, and my family loved it. <laughs> and it would normally be one where I would not drink the ice cube, but because it was small, I was like, I'm just taking a drink of water. Oh, that's a pretty small ice cube. I'm going to let that slip in there. But eh, mistake, obviously. Yeah. I'm an ice I, eater, big-time ice eater. I would, I would have ice for one of my, as one of my favorite foods if you could. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to It's a to great diet food, I'll tell you that. A it gift. Always. An ice maker would be a, I would, I would take one of those big you know, ice makers for your counter. That, that is because yes. the ice trays here get a little crazy do i just i get you know we have four of them but it's hard to keep up with the, the ice sometimes yeah. tc is a big ice eater as well <laughs> and we go through it and it's just like man it's a bummer i am realizing right now that as we as i'm waiting for everything to reset here and i have mobility of being on my cellular with my airpods oh yeah tell me if you can tell me if you can hear this could you hear that? I, uh, yes. Couldn't, okay, de- couldn't tell one. you what it is. Let me, see. Let me see if I can go two for two. <laughs> two for two. My daughter's basketball hoop is up here. Oh, nice. So I'm mobile. I could sit here and get some reps in. <laughs> my daughter and my big horse game coming up later today. Yeah. And, and I'll just, I'm just going to get some shots off. So if that sound 
of me hitting the rim bothers you, well, I apologize. I've got to get better at, at not hitting the rim. If it's Horace, my money's on you. If it's one-on-one, my money's on her. I've seen you play defense. I, I got <laughs> Thank you. I got to tell you, this, this is the toy that we've purchased, the little mini tights, little tights basketball hoop, that I don't know that my daughter gets a chance to use it because it is always being used by my friends and me. Yeah. Well, the so second she starts to use it, it, she'll start wearing it as like a, a bonnet because every little kid does the same thing. They end up pulling it down on their head. See, okay, that's I could see that happening. It's it's just we have like we have written initials on the three basketballs that came with it of my buddies, so you know what ball is yours. <laughs> oh wow! For our horse games. And that probably isn't something we should do because we should probably be doing adult, more, more adult-like things than playing on a three-foot basketball hoop. Well, I disagree. It's fun, though. I, I disagree the idea that, of throwing yeah. a ball into a hoop, yeah. throwing garbage into the garbage can, whatever it may be, uh, it's just fun. There's, You'll yeah, never it never grow. goes away. You never grow out of it. Yeah, and I, I mean, if you like that, you're going to do it forever, I think. Yeah. I think so. I just it's a kid's toy. It's my daughter's toy. She that needs to be her thing. I don't need to be capitalizing on her on her stuff. Yeah, I at you least I, have one of the basketballs. She didn't buy it. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> the yeah, gift from Grant and Graham for dad. Yeah, you, you you actually call your in laws and you're like, Hey, look, that hoop was great. We're looking for a full court setup. If you could get another one for me, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, boys, let's go back in history, shall we, to the 1940s, a simpler time here in the United States of America. In the 1940s, James Wright, along with a few other scientists, started messing around with silicone and boric acid. And before they know it, the researchers independently discovered that the boric acid and the silicone would produce a gooey, bouncy material with several unique properties. The non-toxic putty would bounce when dropped, could stretch farther than any other regular rubber, would not go moldy, and had a very high melting temperature. However... Was it flubber? Yes, Jay, it was flubber. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, I mean, it was. It's silly putty. Same thing <sighs> as flubber. One of the greatest. The substance did not have all the properties needed to replace rubber, though. See, they were working on trying to get something to replace rubber. That is what they came up ah. with, this bouncing, silly putty stuff. They, they were kind of done with it as scientists at that point. You know, what do we do next? Well, in 1949, toy store owner Ruth Falgotter Whoa. came across the putty. And she thought, well, this... This seems kind of fun. It bounces. And she contacted a marketing consultant, Pete Hodson. Oh, Pete, he was quite a character. Wait, Pete is, that, had, is that Bruce's relation? It may be. It could be because this guy was very good at promoting things and always he was one of these guys that I must, must have been like everybody he was around was, hey, I got a deal for you. I got a deal for you. Because in 1949, he was $12,000 in debt. That's quite a bit in 1949. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot. From, they say, failed ideas. Oh, no. Uh, it only takes one, Kevin. Remember that. 
So they decided that they were going to market this bouncing putty in a clear case. Although it sold well, it sold okay, she she decided she didn't want to pursue it any further because it wasn't that she didn't think it was going to be anything great. But old Hodson, old, old Pete, Pete Hodson himself, he said, no, I think there's something here. And he borrowed another $147 to buy a batch of the putty and then put one ounce portions into plastic eggs and sold them for $1. He called it Silly Putty. Great name, by the way. At first, sales were poor. But after the New York Times mentioned it in an article, he sold 250,000 eggs in three days. Oh, my goodness. That's insane in the 40s. That's insane in the 2000s. He was selling them for a dollar. So that's $250,000 in three days. Man. Then... His story took a turn for the oh, worse. Gosh. He was almost put out of business in 1951 Man. by the Korean War. Silicone, the main ingredient in Silly Putty, was put on ration, which harmed his business. But he was able to hang on from his early great sales, and a year later, silicone ban was lifted, Silly Putty re- production resumed, and it moved on to become a great thing. Uh, at first, this is also weird. The majority of its customers were adults, but by 1955, it had switched to kids aged 6 to 12. What were adults doing adults? with Silly yeah, Putty? I mean, it's fun to bounce as a, playing hoops. Probably hoops, yeah. 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 You know what? That's Same thing. Call. Now that I think of it, yep. what are we, we just did this conversation. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, he then went on in 1957 to run his first ever commercial for Silly, Silly Putty on the Howdy Doody show. That saw the product explode. Even bigger, by 1961, it went worldwide to the Soviet Union and Europe, where it was a huge hit. 1968, it went into space with the Apollo 8 astronauts. Whoa. Uh, Pete Hudson died in 1976, but he was proud of his little product, Silly Putty, and how famous it had become. Crayola bought Silly Putty Mm. right after his death. It was put into the Toy Hall of Fame. In 2001. Did they call him Peter Putty? You know, it doesn't say, but I would imagine. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Well, I mean, it's a great nickname. Or Silly Pete. Yeah. Oh, Silly Pete. Silly Pete. Tricks are for kids. Text now if you bought one of those first eggs back in 1943. I said text now if you... Oh, never mind. It was a staple in the Widmer kids' stockings through their our entire Four. lives growing yeah, up. Yeah, man. Sure. Now I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, I love Silly Putty. I play with it all the time. That is a lie. It's not Silly Putty, right? Isn't it more Play-Doh? What, what is the stuff that the kids we get We still get now? Silly because Putty. It, I, I because know my, it bounces. So I know my niece and nephew still get the actual Silly Putty, silly putty that bounces. Wow, that's awesome. They, they got some around, and I know they, they had some around Christmas because it was at my parents' house. Okay. And it was still is, good. It was still great. Yes, I'm, I was thinking that all the time, like with Judy's girls, I'm playing with Silly Putty, but it's the goop type stuff, and it comes oh, in yeah. a little container, and it's just like that, but you roll it up, you stretch it, you do all the stuff with it, but I don't think you can bounce it. And that might be something different, like a different product. They have, yeah. they have Silly Putty makes different kinds of putties, but they also still make the Silly Putty. They're like, the, I always the actual imagine, bouncing putty. Yeah, the, yeah but the they do make egg. other... Kev, they do make, which I'm, I'm guessing it is, they do make other kinds. 
So there are some that are more chalky and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's a little more. It's like a mix between Play-Doh and Silly Putty. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I feel like the number one thing we used to do is put it on the newspaper and then peel it off, and it would be the perfect imprint of the newspaper. So cool, Jay. I remember the first time I saw that. Harder to do it on the internet. You wanted to show all your friends so bad. Yeah, that was cool. Just instantly your comic strip, your favorite comic strip, was on your Silly Putty. That was amazing. Yeah, that was very cool. Also, I see here you could buy a five-pound block of it. What? How fun is that? How high does that bounce? I'm interested. How much is a five-pound block of Silly Putty? $100. Never mind. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Bruce, can Kevin please please record you trying to jump and touch the ceiling? Okay, go ahead. Kevin James. (laughs) (laughs) He actually pushed the ceiling up a bit. Yeah, he did. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Good morning, guys. I was watching TC's interview with Jimmy Allen last night on Instagram, and he said something that got me to thinking. He said that he broke wind on a first date with his now fiance. He said he wants to be himself and figures it saves a lot of trouble down the road. This is me. Take it or leave it. Does that really work, or is that just because he's Jimmy Allen at work? Is it ever a good idea to show your true colors on a first few dates? Like, I swear a lot, but I always try to hide it for a while. Should I just be letting it all out? Thanks, Kyle. All right, so 4410999 is the phone number, and the text line is 4348623. Uh, and then, you know, obviously you can comment on our Facebook page, the Jay and Kevin Show. Uh, where are most people landing on this, Kev? Uh, well, Joyce, Joycey? Uh, I think, yeah, sure. I think her name is, yeah, Joycey is what it looks like. She said that there probably wouldn't be a second date if the guy just let one rip on our first date. I personally don't have an issue with cussing, though, so just don't make it every other word. Yeah. Lisa says swearing is never attractive. Mm -hmm. Keep on working on eliminating it. And then there's other folks who are saying, yeah, be yourself. Let it roll. Everybody does it. It's no big deal. If the kind of girl isn't going to accept it on the first date, she probably is never going to really think it's great. And if she does accept you on the first date with it, that's great. Slim, are Uh, you a best foot forward guy or just be yourself guy, you think? I think there's a happy medium there, right? I think you can't hide everything, but you probably want to have a little bit of uh, caution. Yeah. With all you with all your cards, maybe don't show all of them right off the bat. <laughs> I mean, I still try to be my best me around my wife. It's not like I just try to be the worst I can be. I mean, I save that for you guys. Right. Yeah, I, I think I think there is a level to for sure you want them to know who you are. Because if you are planning on making this a, a thing that's going to be a, last a long time, it's better to get all that stuff out early than them finding out over the course of months and months. I get what Jimmy Allen was saying there. Yes. Yeah, he just kind of cuts through all the red tape and just says, here it is, there it is, I'm showing you the entire building, not just the front of the building. Mm-hmm. Come on in, take a look at this whole thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it is you know, risky, I could see for sure. Uh, like Shannon says, 
Passing gas can probably wait a while because, honestly, it's just kind of gross and rude. And that is a very good take. It's just not very polite. Yeah, I think, and then the texters are on that. They're saying, well, you know, if you, if that happened, it happens. Guess what? Duh. But it's just what happens after. Oh, gosh, sorry. People are like, you know, you can be polite and just actually be a human being and be real, but you don't have to be rude or gross. Uh, yeah. Lori, Lori brings up something funny. She says, just be yourself. 37 years I've been married now, and my husband was very upfront before we got married. He said, <laughs> one, I will not open your car door. Two, I probably won't pull out your chair for dinner. And three, our first son's name is going to be Dustin. Wow. <laughs> he laid down some ground rules and she said it worked. I mean, you know, at least you know, right? You know, there's no, <laughs> there's it, no like, guessing. It, it saves the troubles down the road, as Jimmy Allen said. And I guess that it kind of gets it all out there, doesn't it? And how was their first name? How was their first son? Justin. No, Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't I don't know if they had a first son, Dustin, but I'm betting they did. They've been together thirty seven years. That is kind of funny. It just wouldn't that be great? First date. Hey, if we have a kid and it's a boy, it's gotta be this. What what is your line though? What is each one of our lines on this one? Like what won't you do? Yeah, where do we draw the line? In front of our spouses? No, in front of a random date. Yes, oh. in front of our spouses. I'm not going to rat any of us out on going on random dates today. I'm going to save that for next week. <laughs> so your line is what, Kevin, When you, if you were to be, you know? Yeah, on a first couple of dates with somebody, I am not going to, I'm not going to pass gas for sure. Like, that's just not something that I'm going to do. Um, swearing, yeah, I'm going to use my regular language, like whatever I do, like if I feel like it's necessary, I'm probably not going to do it in the first, you know, few sentences, but at some point when I get more comfortable, if we're at, let's just, I'm just picturing we're at, that's maybe another reason like I wouldn't pass gas yeah. is because we're at dinner. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah Cause it's you where know? you are. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect point actually. What about the walk after the dinner? <laughs> Uh, yeah, if we did a walk after the dinner, I would try not to, but if I had to, I would just be like, man, I am sorry, that food is getting me. But I would probably try to hide it, because that's just me in general anyways. I'm not a guy who's a big let it rip in front of everybody guy. Yeah, same. You, so, you do the fake cough, and let's walk this direction. Yeah, every once in a while I will, but more... Like you say, Jay, that's the kind of thing I say for you guys at work or my sons. There's the people who appreciate it. That's Yeah, that's actually true. We're more likely to appreciate it. Yeah, so I try to be myself within, but I think that is myself. So, yeah, I, I think I just yeah, be myself. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And Slim, your line is what? Uh, see, I will lean more towards, um, here's the deal. There's levels of a toot. If I can feel that it is going to be one that rocks the foundation of a building, I'm going to keep that one to myself. But if I think it can be a playful one where it might be misinterpreted for a musical instrument somewhere, I might go there. But I do for sure let them know on a first date, I really get it. I'll get into all the nerdy things or weird things that I, I like to do on my free time. Because I do feel like that is the one that if it comes out later, you're like, oh, I, lo I, would, I love playing video games with my buddies. I get that out there real fast because you don't want yeah. that kind of stuff to come out late. And For then sure. 
them hate it. So for that, yep. maybe maybe any of the bodily functions, they're a little more on check. But the interest that I have, I don't try to play it cool and go, okay, well, yeah. I can sneak this little tidbit in no. You know, two months from now down the road. I get those things out there right off the bat. That's, yeah, that's smart. That would be the smart way to handle it. Because like you said, that's the stuff that's actually going to take time away from somebody else and is going to be important. The other stuff, yeah, you know, it happens. On the very few dates that I went on while I was single, I one time remember bringing it up to somebody. I said, you know what? I said, one of my guilty pleasures is I love like hip hop rap music. Like I, I just love listening to some of it. And she was like, oh, really? And she was just totally not into it. And I was like, okay, that there we go. That made that easy. Thanks. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Can you reenact the sound of dial-up internet? Kevin James. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Our friend Slim loves to invent games. In fact, he invented a uh, card game called Eject, which... Coming to a store near you at some point. Woo-woo. But in the meantime, we have a game we can play on the radio. By the way, you'll let us know when all that gets to where we need to talk oh, yeah. about it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. let's not be shy about that. This one, though, instant gratification. We get this one right now. Okay. It's the game that's sweeping the radio. Boys, <laughs> it is pitch imperfect, and we're going to test Jay and Kevin and everybody else out there. Your country music listening knowledge, all right? Okay. What I have done is I have names in country music, and I have changed their voices to making them sound like they're singing through helium. Ooh, I like it. And you are going to tell me who that is that's singing that song. Okay. So you have to filter. You have to filter through the helium, and you have to uh, recognize that voice. Gotcha. We'll see how you guys do. And I did not choose just normal, hey, here's the newest single by Tim McGraw. Right. We picked some songs that are maybe deeper cuts on their albums, so you really have to know their voice. Okay. I like it. Fellas, I've got five of them. Would you like to start with one, two, three, four, or five? Kevin, which one do you want to start with? Uh, one. <laughs> okay. Here's number song number one. Can you tell me who this is? Now, you get a little insight there, right? Because you get some lyrics. You also get to hear their voice through helium. Right. Any idea, guys, who that might be? Uh, I feel like I know this song, actually. I'll give you some more lyrics. Really? I'm feeling sorry for you because you've been missing out. You made me realize how good my life is. Thank the Lord I'm from the deep south. Oh, that's the name of the song, Kevin. Oh, my you God. You know the song? It's I don't deep, know it's, the song. it's called Deep South. Kevin, any idea? I don't, um, I don't the original, my original guess was Josh Turner, and I'm going to stick with it. What was it, Kevin? What was your original guess? Josh Turner. I think that might be right. I'm from the deep south. You say you're from the planet. Okay, let's see if it is. Oh, that's great, Kevin. I hope of all on. the guys. Oh. It's just kind of <laughs> the phrasing. Because his voice is like, so low. 
It is him, but I can't. I apparently saved his correct version incorrectly, oh. so it's now just him on helium both ways. But that is Josh Turner and the song Deep South. Kevin. I'm from the Deep South. That is what Josh Turner sounds like with helium. That's the, the voice, I never would have got it. It was just more the phrasing and the music sounded yes. Josh Turnerish. That's that's a good point, actually. You guys have, are one for one, nicely done. So far, so good. Here you go, by the way. Kevin, that was good. Let me let me get you. And I, thank I you, you, Slim, for picking the guy with the deepest voice. Well, you had to hear what he sounded like <laughs> right. with helium, right? Yeah. I mean, that's you just have to do yeah. that if you're doing helium. I'm from the deep south. You say you're from the planet where the tea ain't sweet. Wow. A little different. Now he sounds so slow, it sounded like you slowed him down. A little different. Okay. Guys, we have a couple songs left. One, two, three, or four. Two. Okay. Number two. <laughs> Let's really go good. right here. Here you go. <laughs> Are they all men? That one does not sound like a man, but I don't know. It sounded they like a not be, it sounded like it'd be Miranda or something. Okay, that's Miranda. That's what I want to go with, Jay. Okay, we're gonna say that is Miranda Lambert. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna tell that you. was my first thought. Was yep. that sounds like Miranda? Yep. Okay. Well, let's see if it is Miranda. Here's the deal. Oh, no, no, the second part of the game because it might not be a song. You know, we'll see if you can get who it is off of their real song. I'm gonna tell you, it's not Miranda. Oh, dang it. It's so funny how much slower the songs sound when you hear them without the helium. It sounds like you've slowed it down beyond belief. Oh, Reba? Reba McIntyre. Oh, same thing. That was Reba. Okay, so <laughs> very southern accent sounding. Yeah. And then and in helium, you could confuse them. Pitch in perfect. You guys just want to carry on to song number three? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Wait, this is sped up? Oh, right. That? that could be normal speed. It almost sounds like it would be normal <laughs> oh, speed. Oh, wow. <laughs> this has got to be Dan and Shay, does it not? <laughs> well, I wanted to say Dan and Shay. Jay, we are thinking the exact same things. I, I would, so we got to go with it. A little more vibrato, though, than I feel Dan and Shay, but still, yeah. I, I want to go with that because it was my first thought as well. <laughs> Kevin James, if you had leaned into the vibrato, who would you have said? <sighs> trying to think. I, I, nobody, well, besides Toby Keith, but it's not Toby. How about these guys? I'll be yeah. riding in a cab going downtown, finding faces I know in a big crowd, trying well, to drink like the pain away. Right, yeah. The little bit of vibrato is Rascal Flatts. The yes. no vibrato is Dan and Shay. It's so funny how close they sound, even with helium. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, totally. And how okay. close Miranda and Reba probably would sound to a lot of people who didn't know. Yeah, I, I want to give you this one because I this one made me laugh. I think you can get this one through the pitch imperfect. Okay, you ready, okay. boys? 
Phone lights up in the dark, ask where you are, and I start driving. Meet me for a drink, just an hour, maybe two, maybe three, baby, I'm in. <laughs> I think you can get it, it because... Sa- I mean, it sounds like cool phrasing like Eric Church, but... Oh, let me, let me the only problem would be, I would Phone know lights it. up in the dark, ask where you are, and I start driving. Meet me for a drink, just an hour, maybe two, maybe three, baby, I'm in. Jordan Davis? Not Jordan Davis. Gosh. Somebody who has like okay. cool phrasing. And when I can't... you hear his real one, we will replay Helium and you will not be able to hear anything else. Here is the real version. Let's see if you can get it off this. Phone lights up in the dark oh, as Dirks. And I start driving. Oh, Meet wow. me for a drink. Just Here's an hour, hour, maybe two, maybe three, baby. I'm in. Oh my God. Okay. One of the most recognizable voices in country music, correct? Uh, yeah. Without a doubt. Now listen to it in helium after you know it's Dirks. All you will hear is Dirks Bentley. Phone lights up in the dark, ask where you are, <laughs> and I start driving. Meet me for a drink, just an hour, maybe two, maybe three, baby, I'm in. Also, weird? also, by the way, I think in that first line he says something about uh, something about lights in the dark, and I think the word he says is asks, but when it's in helium, it sounds like dark something else. Oh, let's see. Phone lights up in the dark, ask where you are, and I start driving. <laughs> Phone lights up in the dark, ask where you are. <laughs> Wait, it sounds like it on that version, too. 